welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. We love Linktree because it's got all the ways you can help support Block Talk. Visit linktree.com slash michaelblocktalk to click on the links. We have got a link to Redbubble where you can purchase all of your Block Talk merchandise from t-shirts to mugs to hoodies to totes available in a variety of styles. Another link has all the platforms you can listen to the podcast, plus links to PayPal and buy me a coffee should you feel the desire to tip a host. And as always, follow me on Instagram and TikTok at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterinthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. Survivor is back and it's out of its cage. A new group of quirky characters have hit the shores of Fiji to play the best social game the world has ever known. It's time to talk all things Survivor 44 and joining me is someone who probably would never find the key to the cage because they lose their keys all the time. It's Scout's Honor. I never lose my keys. Never? I'm a phone keys wallet kind of girl. I'm not going anywhere if I can't find those. Are you like like me where you have to like tap your pockets to Uh make sure you actually can feel them? Yeah, I don't trust that they're there. If I think they're there, they gotta I gotta put my hand in my pocket and make yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I, I gotta I gotta introduce that tactic to my mom because she just <laughs> loses everything. Uh, um, last night she called me from the grocery store. She's like, I can't find my credit card. I was like, Well, I can't do anything for you from home. Um, I no, I I would probably find the key. The next moves would not be as that would be a little panicky, especially week one. Mm, oh, I'd be, girl, we gonna talk about it. Um. You are here for the premiere, which you've never done a, a premiere for, of Survivor, which is fun. So I'm excited to I talk haven't. all of it with you. Um, initial thoughts on the start of season 44. The, 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 if that was one episode, I can only, I can't imagine what this entire season is going to. It's really hold. interesting um, because I know that you are someone who came into Survivor a little later than I. Um, the speed of the game obviously is much faster. We're doing 26 day season. It it really says you are go go going, yeah. um, and it's because production has amplified the speed of the game. Like this kind of twist usually would come later in the season. We're doing it all. We're going to meet each other and go find a key to, together at the same time. And as far as entertainment, sure, this was a great episode. Yeah, but for someone who loves the game of Survivor this was just too much yeah i mean but my that's my thing is i'm like what do you like the rest of the season it's either gonna be just absolutely batshit crazy or it's just gonna be seem boring in comparison to right i i i I think it's the former i really think like this twist when we're gonna talk about it is exciting and new but too soon because now the paranoia is in full bloom as my friends at muse would say um yeah this is a lot and i'm all for this kind of twist but mm, yeah. we, we jumped the gun here let's get into Oof. it it's time to begin and we are going to do something we have never done before we are going to go behind the scenes and watch carolyn wiggler the drug counselor do her first confessional wow this woman is nuts yes you're just talking and saying who you are how do you think this shit works if you're a fan of the show, girl? Wild. Um, does this put into perspective how other shows film their confessionals too? Yeah. It was a lot. There was, there was a lot going on. 
I know excitement and nerves and, 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 and everything is building in this moment, but the man literally just said, say your name and what you do, where you're from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was. But I think there's she's... a reason. There is a reason why we have this. Yeah. Which we is... have to but warm up to her because she is going to be here for the long haul. Uh, yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. Um, because if they just said let's play the game normally and let you introduce yourself to Carolyn later we would not like her at all we have to know that this is the lady who is going to be on our screen because I feel like if they did this with Mike Gabler last season Mm -hmm. perhaps we would have been like okay now we understand why we have to pay attention to this man how the fuck did he just win a million fucking dollars yeah bear that Um, then you go ahead go ahead but no I was going to say she was definitely one of the standouts in my head of like, I was like, oh, you are mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a little different than everybody else. We're then going to move into a bit of montage before we head to the boats. Uh, we're going to mo- watch a montage of agony from our contestants. Um, so let's hear who we're going to um, visit with. Um, usually this is a sign of either people who are probably early out and some people to keep an eye on for the long haul. Um, I really would love if someone has the statistics of who gets these first confessionals and where their placement is, because I don't think every single one is a winner, but I'm fairly certain we always have a finalist in here. So let's go through it, shall we? First up is my twin Carson, the NASA engineering student who is very analytical and knows exactly when he got the call for Survivor. March 16th at 4.56 p.m. That kid's going to go crazy on an island. I am not that intense. Um, He said he started to prepare with spreadsheets and 3D puzzles. Will his hard work pay off? Could you imagine? Go with me here for a second. Could you imagine if, like Carson, every single fucking queen who gets the phone call for Drag Race prepared the way he did for Survivor? Maybe they do well in the sewing challenges and Snatch Game. (laughs) Maybe. Um, but yeah, I listen, like don't mock the kid. Like there are people who literally do this for fun, like print oh, out yeah. 3D puzzles. You can buy them yeah. on Etsy. Yeah, no. I I mean that's I guess better than doing nothing. Better than just I sitting agree. around waiting. Next up is Claire, who is a venture capitalist who judges people and decides if she should give them a million dollars. Sounds like the perfect line for an audition tape. That is the gotcha for the casting team. Yeah, very that. Uh, she has um, approved to 17 random strangers that she deserves a million dollars. I deserve it too. Yeah, Can I, have it? I don't. Venture capitalists make you probably already making money, girl. I know yeah, she's fine. She's, fine. she's not going to tell them that. This million dollars. She's not going to tell them that. Of course not. Jamie tells us she teaches yoga and meditation, and that our word is our want. Well, Jamie, I want a twink. I use my words. I spoke it into existence. Now, where is my twink? Uh, is Jamie the universe is the universe is still uh there's a long there's backlog. Jamie, come on. Um, so she is going to go be the next soul survivor by building personal and emotional connections. Bing bang bong. Uh girl, after your travel, I got questions, but we'll get to you later. <laughs> jam jam thinks there is no way that this is real. He is so excited to meet Jeff, and he's excited to not eat, shower, brush his teeth, and poop in the ocean. Uh, have you ever pooped in the ocean or pooped in a lake? I have pooped in a lake, yeah. Um, by choice or because you're camping and there was nowhere else to go? Um, I mean, like, I mean, I guess both, I guess. I could have chosen to take a hole or whatever, but. Yeah, I can dig a, dug a hole. Um, 
Jam Jam. I'm gonna we're gonna talk about him a lot. Um, because I think we're gonna see him a lot. Yeah, I agree. I think uh don't be on our screens. Well, the wrecking ball smashes the worst logo ever before we hear from some more of our friends, like Josh, who was not supposed to live past five years old, so he is not afraid of anything. Brandy says this is the ultimate test, and she loves taking tests. Girl, if I need to ever take a test again, please do it for me. Um, Bruce says he is so much excitement right now, and he wants to explore and jump through the camera. What a sad confessional for Bruce. Who will have what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast all the rest? This is Survivor 44. Give me a fucking subtitle. Fine, I'll do it. It's called Survivor. The Birdcage. The what? Oh, The Birdcage. The Birdcage. Um, are you a fan of the movie, The Birdcage? Have you ever seen The Birdcage? Yeah, I love The Birdcage. Good movie, good movie. Good movie. Love The Birdcage. Do you know who doesn't love that movie? Republicans in Tennessee. Uh, <laughs> listeners of the podcast, yeah. go do something. Please help us. Go donate to the ACL of Tennessee or ACL in general, or just, just make your voice heard, please. Yeah. Speak up. All right. All right. The kids get off the boat as Jeff calls them in, and we are going to watch Jamie fall. And, well, that is essentially my opinion of her. The struggle bus is real with that one. There's a reason why they kept that in. Yeah, very. Now, it's time for a Survivor Through the Ages montage. As Jeff shares that for 22 years, Survivor has been exploring the idea of group dynamics and interpersonal relationships in a really unique way. You take a group of strangers, strip them of everything, abandon them, force them to create a new society while relying on each other. Then you put the game on top of it where you have to vote players out. And in the end, the last player left wins a million dollars. Now, this montage gave us all. We had a really wide variety of clips and characters and moments. And I would like to know who decided that this was the official best of. Um, probably the same people who do it for Drag Race Italia. Like, what were we doing here? No idea. It was like, I mean, oh, that looks pretty. I mean, it was so know. random. I don't, I'm, I'm not well versed enough in every Survivor season to know. So, <clears throat> they had a lot of duplicates. There's like 43 other seasons to pick from, and you picked a lot of duplicates and a lot of the same people. So, um, I don't know. I don't know how it works. Maybe but... they're getting ready for an, for another All Stars. Listen, there's there there are rumors. Um, now Jeff will say to win Survivor, you have to be excellent at both. But what makes it tricky is you can never predict what is going to happen because there's always new players and it's always a time and a new game. Um, I know we've discussed it before, but um, I really do think you would do well on the survival aspect of it. Yeah. The gameplay, the personal, interpersonal relationships, I might. The social gameplay. Um, it might be a little. Listeners, I'm not going to drag Scout right now, but um, Scout likes to sleep and Scout likes weed. Um, if you strip Scout of both those things, you're going to get the Hulk. I don't know. You get the Hulk. I just, I just feel like I would not be playing my best game, you know? Yeah, you 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 need that weed to focus. Uh. <laughs> Maybe you can get a doctor's note and ask for medicine. Right, yeah, yeah. All right, let's get to our you first question. on PG, I'm sure, right? <laughs> first, we have Jam Jam, who says that from a tribe member, he wants to see someone who is going to give it all as they are there to win and they need each other. He will say that if you have to puke out everything you have inside or sweat every tear, they are family. All this, brothers and sisters and me, um careful what you wish for as one of your tribe mates is about to literally give it all 
into a post. Right. Very. Oof. It's, yeah. No. Next is Franny, who says that you are a family as soon as you jump off the boat. The color and breathing each other's bad breath forms those bonds. Um, and I feel like this season, the editors are like, screw the heartfelt emotional stuff, quirkiness to the front. Yeah. You got a lot of quirky characters and a lot of quirky quotes. Very, very quickly. Now it's Matthew who is just trying to figure out what's going on. His anxiety is so high that he is not fearful. He is just trying to take deep breaths and hold it all in or his heart will plop out and make a mess. But don't you worry, Matthew. Yep, Jam Jam has a puke bag over there on the other side. Ready for you. Interesting that these are the three people that they picked from. Because again, like behind the scenes, we know, we know that Jeffrey does talk to everybody which is probably why this moment takes like 40 minutes and why they get dehydrated and um, die on the beach. Cause right. it's the heat. It's a lot. Yeah. And it's, yeah. Right. Just all that standing in that heat. Oh. Let's learn the names of our tribes um, that will take me into the merge to fucking master. Wearing orange <laughs> is Ratu. They comprise of Brandon, Kane, Matthew, Jamie, Lauren, and Maddie. On green is Soka with Claire, Franny, Heidi, Danny, Josh, and Matt. And finally on purple, it's Tika with Carolyn, Helen, Sarah, Bruce, Carson, and Jam Jam. Um, I think I'm okay. I think I'm, I'm slowly going to get there. Like watching yeah. back a second time and doing the notes is like, okay. They gave everybody good airtime. We got to know everybody somehow. Yeah, I felt very, um, there's like still, a, there's still people who like, I was kind of watching it and I was like, oh, I'm going to like, I'm getting to the point where I'm get cute, confusing one person for another, but not like, I don't know anyone's name, you know? No, this was not a, um, Robin Fierce is on this show. I, I think the editors of Survivor should go visit the friends over at Drag Race oh. and teach them how to incorporate the entire cast into an episode. Uh, to, to be fair, Drag Race um, doesn't have the amount of time that uh, Survivor had this week. True. It's time for our first reward challenge. And in this challenge, our pa- one pair from each tribe will race down the beach under a series of obstacles, grab a puzzle piece, and head back. And then the next pair goes until they, they all have all their pieces. Then two players will complete a puzzle. Then three different players will race to release the second, the rings from a very tall pole. First tribe to finish will earn all their camp supplies. Second tribe will get to choose from Savier Sweat, which is new for this season. The last tribe will get what's left. First, what do you think of this new reward tri- twist? I kind of like it that it ups the stakes of this challenge and it allows both of the tasks to make it to air. <clears throat> yeah. I like the... I, I mean, I think anything that adds to the stakes of the challenge is like... That's good. As far as like... Even then, you still want to come in second so you can like pick between the two you know exactly so like second and third are gonna have to do one or the other no matter what you're kind of like all right whatever but um so if we're doing the math here properly two people will do um the puzzle three people do the rings which means one person doesn't have to do anything but grab the pieces don't you want to be that person yep you can't blame for anything like what what right very interesting breakdown here um if you had to pick one of the other two roles, which one would you have asked for? Um, I feel like I have done the the rings. <laughs> we'll talk about that. Oh my god, that was so funny to watch. It's just like that's one of those. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll talk about it. But I think that's what I'd pick. The challenge begins, and it will begin with a bang. Literally, oh. we will watch Bruce 
on purple dive into the mud obstacle and slam his head into the beam. And then production said, here is a bloody slow-mo. A bit of an aggressive shot here, oh, no? It was very, like, I was honestly, like, I'm like, that's a lot for CBS, like, primetime television. It 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 it, it was, like, slow And then the, like, the muddy focus. hand, like, it was a lot. It was a lot. Now, I do want to analyze it for a second. I I I know that the the cast members do get to walk the challenge most of the time, so they get to see the track, the obstacles beforehand. Yeah, this is not a pool of mud. This was like a low, shallow heap of mud. Yeah, and he fucking dove. I don't. Yeah, it's got to be the adrenaline, right? Yeah, I'm sure he was just panicked and was like, oh, I gotta go, I gotta go, and did not have any sort of like conscious critical thought. Now listen, Ugh. I unless there's actual water, I will not be diving into anything. I will be like, yeah. I'm going to slowly drop to my knees and crawl, crawl, crawl. No, yeah. this man was like, boom. Um, was, and for the most part, everyone is doing the task at hand, but you can actually see Bruce slowing down. Obviously, the cameras are going to show him they want to have this edit here. But our icon, Carolyn, we get some vocals from her where she says, I cannot see as she is covered in mud. Mm -hmm. Scout, please do that cosplay. Just cover myself in mud, screaming, I can't see. This woman, what a brilliant icon. Character. Now the challenge continues until we zoom over to the purple mat and Bruce has blood just flowing down his head. I, again, I have to assume that someone in post amplified the red blood because that color was vibrant. It was very bright. It was like very bright. I was like, that's not actually blood. Like you're, it's a little darker unless, I don't know. It, It was very, very bright here. Soka will be the first to work in the puzzle followed by Ratu and Tika. Um, Jam Jam, Carson on the puzzle for purple, Matt and Claire for green, and Lauren and Jamie for orange. But let's see how Bruce is doing. Down for the count. Jeff runs over, stops the competition, medical is brought over. Now, we've seen medical show up for a challenge time and time again. This is a dangerous game, but right off the bat in a first challenge, this was savage. Yeah. It was just, oof. Jeff will ask for an umbrella as the medics tend to Bruce. And now, spoilers ahead. We will see this happen again later in this episode. Mm -hmm. I know they have to stop. But like, if you have no moral compass and really just want the million dollars, do you think you're allowed to keep an eye on the puzzle and try to solve it in your head as this is happening? Like I said, moral compass in play. Yeah. I mean, if you're one of the puzzle people, can you start playing around that puzzle in your mind? Yeah, I mean, they can't really stop you, can they? Right. Like, this is like, probably a minimum of 15 minutes of stop playing mm-hmm. i would be a lot of time to figure time. out right i've been looking there the entire time and being like okay what can i do especially if he's not on my team right. um i'm not in as much care i know this is probably making me sound like an asshole but this asshole wants to know i'm sure it's too. that's the thing is like i'm sure it's also happening like i'm sure that like people who are there like if you're standing around for 15 minutes and your job is to solve a puzzle and the puzzle's right in front of you and you can't touch it you can at least look at it and be like all right right the medics will monitor him as jeff is there and jeff is being jeff um it might have been it must have been a scary sight if you're out there but also i would like 
to say like can i like also get an umbrella and jump in on the water like can i get this yeah right do i just have to stand here like bruce's vitals are normal his eyes will open and after the timeout bruce is back in the game and for now the challenge is back on jeff he loves a macho man so he's gonna let bruce call them back in with survivors ready go and I can confirm that Bruce does not have hosting skills the way that Sasha Colby does. <laughs> it was bad. It was very, very bad. Yeah. Like, granted, the man just fucking gave himself. I was like, he's kind of out of it. Um, um, I just can't believe Jeff did that. He didn't Jeff let probably Brandon knew. He, do it. he probably saw that injury and he was like, "Oh, he's going home tonight." Jeff <laughs> was like, "Oh, he's gonna be gone. Let me just throw him this bone." Now, with the challenge back on, we will see that Purple will finish the puzzle first, allowing Carolyn to start with the rings. And girl, like, I know there are two poles preventing that ring from being a clean shot out, but that woman has no game. Does It was, yeah. What is the key to success there? What did you have to do? Because everyone else got it. She could not master it. You have to, you, you got to push from your knees. You can't, she was, she was using her arms to get it. And it's, she's just her, those little tiny arms did not have enough force to like actually hit the bar and like flip the thing. She needed to like bend down with her knees and put her whole body behind that. And she just was not figuring it out. Yeah, because she was going like a straight shot up, or she was doing it at an angle she was just so like, it would hit the yeah. pole. And it was just very like I, I don't know, but see, and that's the thing is I like it's probably why I would pick that part of the challenge because even if you're not the first one there you can watch the other people and see like right. all right what's like what form are they using oh, they got it off first one they went from their knees all right i'm gonna do that green oh, will get to the ring to. toss danny nails it one shot uh we're gonna just watch and see that carolyn thinks that the way to success is to um take her pants off and she does i was like what i don't know what's going on your pants are preventing you from doing what Maybe she just couldn't get a good, you know, stretch. Couldn't get a get a good stretch in there, you know. In the end, Green will win their supplies. Carolyn makes them lose. Um, yeah, we're well. Green will win. We're playing for a second now. Carolyn knocks her ring back down, and they have to start over. Just as Orange is starting to play the ring toss, Kane will get one from Orange. Brandon will get one. Matthew gets it. Carolyn is probably still on the beach trying to master this. Right, like she probably has one in her backyard up. right now. I was about to say she is at home. Orange will get second, get their choice of Savier Sweat. And before the tribes go out, Bruce is told that medical will monitor him. And I think that was our sign as viewers to be like, oh, we're going to monitor him too. Now, Jamie will say that seeing Bruce is the moment where everything became real and that they are playing now. Challenge number one, Amplified Survivor. All right. Simple start. Nothing crazy. Nothing crazy except for your skull. dying. Yeah, I, I again, I don't know what they're told, but I guarantee you moving to the next season, season 45, production will be like, do not dive into the mud pit. Yeah. Or they're going to be putting like um, uh, little buffers on <laughs> all the edges of the pew. Oh, man. Little tennis I mean, let, let's, let's, be, let's be honest. Th- these are real set pieces. This is not like a foam core. Like this yeah. is wood. This is, yeah, it was lashed like wood together. All right, we're going to go tribe by tribe and discuss their first days as family. So we will start off with our green team, a.k.a. Soka. Uh, do you think they wanted to Soka up the sun? <laughs> Hashtag Ooh. Cheryl Crow. Um, 
That was a good song. Do you, do you ever perform that song? You should. We, I, I haven't done not in drag, but I did it for a marching band halftime show one year. Good song, good song. Uh, you could do soak up the song dressed as the baby from Teletubbies. I suppose one could. There's a free mix, friends. All uh, right, Matt will tell us that he's been dreaming of playing Survivor for what feels like an eternity, and now it's not his imagination. It's finally here. We're going to watch him hug Franny, and it's the hug that starts it all. Um, watch this space next week for more on Matt and Franny. Right. He will tell us he is terrified, and he's this strange nerd type. He will also share that he recently got out of a relationship, so he's trying to process the breakup and push himself on his own. He compares it to when a mama bird pushes her little bird out of the nest. Will the bird soar or go splat? Oh, this man's crazy. He's, he's very quirky. Yeah, he's fun. He's he's enjoying himself. Now, um, what's it like to have a breakup? I've really only experienced friend breakups, and they suck. I mean, I've had bad breakups. I've had breakups that I forgot happened. You know? Yeah. Um, shout out Venus. Um, I wasn't saying names. Now, the tribals find their big scary knife. Do you like big scary knives? I do not. Yeah, I, I, I could, I could figure, I could figure things out with this. Have you used a machete when you've gone camping? And not when I've gone camping, but I've used one like at camp, like the summer camp I worked at. Will you be in Machete Three? <laughs> Part of the Drag Race universe now. Literally, uh, the green team will get into the ocean and be like, "Let's pretend this is Big Brother and introduce ourselves." So I was like, "What? What are we doing here? This is weird." Heidi will kick it off. At- she is from Puerto Rico but lives in Pittsburgh and she works in engineering. Franny works at a mindfulness center and would like to lead them through some yoga. Scout, uh, you're Bendy. How are you at yoga? I like yoga. I need to like... I didn't say if you liked it or not. Are you good at yoga? I'm, I'm, I'm decent at yoga. I just feel like I don't stretch enough. Yeah. All funny. the time. I'll stretch more. Now, Danny will tell us that his first impression of his tribe is everyone is warm and friendly. He shares that he is 31, is a firefighter from the Bronx. What is with this archetype of a Northeast copper firefighter? Can't we find new uh, occupations for these rochachos? I, I, I don't mind a firefighter, but it's... We know you don't like cops. Uh, follow Scouts Honor's social media. We'll be <laughs> blatant there. Um, yeah, he seems fun, though. I will say that. He definitely seems like he's just, you know, having a good time. He's there for the ride. He's probably going to piss me off at some point, but... No, I don't want to get political, but I do want to ask you, like, let's say you were on a tribe. Now, we know how the show works. They're going to put you on a tribe with a cop. How would you How would you handle it? I'd be his best friend, and then I'd stab him in the back. And you would never talk about it? I would. I would. I, I, I can at least, like, in that situation, like, I know how to play a game, you know? Like, I'm very much, like, I can adapt myself. That's fair. And I guarantee you I can outwit a cop. Like, guarantee. Listen, there have been a lot of cops that have won this game. I know. <laughs> a lot of cops. Um, and some of them I really do enjoy. Anyway, Danny will tell us that he was hoping that there would be people who were not affable, so it would be easy to have an easy vote. Danny, I'm afraid to say that I think you are that easy vote for your tribe, but um, we'll find out soon. We're going to yeah, get this no, stunning... A stunning shot of the jungle and this ominous music as Josh, Fanny, and Claire make their way to get some wood. And on their journey, they spot the birdcage with a bag inside. See? Survivor the birdcage! 
<laughs> now, we will save the big reveal for what's inside later, but this is a new element of the game. First impression, what would you do if you discovered it? I would tell everyone. It's the, you have to. It's, it's, it's not hidden. It it's is not. not even remotely hidden. Like any part of your brain that's like, oh, I'm not going to tell anyone. I'm going to like, make, like, oh, I'm going to start playing the game by, no. If it was, if it was even remotely disguised, camouflaged, like even if it was like maybe a little off the way, maybe I would consider being like, all right, there's probably a bit of a game to play here. But in that moment, you just got to be like, hey, everyone, there's a birdcage. <laughs> right. And you have no idea what's in it. Like me yeah. as a Survivor fan, I have an, I, I, I would assume it would be an idol because that's just what they would want from us. Yeah. Um, but it, it could have been advanced for a challenge or whatever. You don't know. They will. But I mean, even with. Tell- and even with these new twists of the of the last you know few seasons, it, you could even be the bitch that opens it up, and all of a sudden you've got you know you got no vote for the next three weeks, and or an you open it up that, and you or you get banished and you're out of the game. Yeah, right. Like that's the thing. It's like I don't know. Part of me would be like, any one of my any any of my besties want to open this? Literally. Now they will head back, tell the rest of the tribe, so they all have eyes on it. It's there. It's looming, and the game is live and in public. Speaking of things in public, Dragon Tennessee can't do that anymore. So if you are a fan of this podcast, please go support any of the amazing organizations that are on the ground fighting against the heinous bill that the hypocritical governor, Bill Lee, just signed. The bill not only hurts drag, but our trans brothers and sisters, so let's stop the spread of bullshittery as there are other states that think this is a cool idea and are about to do the same thing where you live. Yep, shut it all down. It's time to build a fire. They need it. Um, This is a serious thing. Next time I visit you, can you teach me how to build fire? With flint and steel, whatever it works, whatever yeah. we can get I, our hands. So that's on. the thing is, it's like when it comes to me, if I was on Survivor, I can make a I can make a fire if I have a flint and steel. I can do that. I have no doubt in myself. The second they take it away, don't ask me. I'm okay. not. I'm not like I can't find rock. I can't do the little. I can't do the little stick thing with the string. No. Um, but flint and steel, you give me that, and I can I can get a fire okay, started. We'll we'll, we'll 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 go to REI, get some uh, flint and steel, and, and go build some fires in DC. Yeah, um, I mean, I have a I have pocket knives. We just need the just need the light. We just need the flint now. Um, listen, there are a lot of dumpster fires in DC right now, so <laughs> <laughs> all over. They will give themselves five minute window before asking the firefighter to do it. But then Pete, Miss Heidi, being like, I mean, I could do it if not. So Heidi's on the task. She will tell us, being a short, small Latina, she's underestimated. So what does she do? She builds a nest and makes that fucking fire. Remember not to bring her to fire making. I think this was a really, really interesting edit here because we don't see anything out of Heidi for the rest of the episode because her tribe really doesn't have that much play here. Um, Very impressed. Very, very impressed. No, I can't hear you. I accidentally muted myself. <laughs> um, I was like, oh, she knows what she's doing. I was like, oh, she's got, there are gears turning in her head. Yeah. I think this was an important moment for the arc of Heidi. She is an engineer. She is used to solving problems. She has the skills. She will be physically underestimated. And I think she can easily float through pretty far. I'm very mm-hmm. much looking forward to seeing how her social game pairs with her strategic game. Um, yep. Because there's the stereotype that Latinas are feisty and I could see this lady not eat and get very feisty with some people. Yeah. Tiny but mighty. 
All right, Matt and Franny are doing palm fronds. Matt has good vibes from her. They are laughing at how much they are sucking weaving these leaves together. And I'm sitting here like, is this how nerds attract one another? Scout, is that how you did it? <laughs> no, I found my I found my boyfriend at a party. <laughs> um, you weren't um, weaving palm fronds. No, we 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 Charlie XCX brought us together. Uh, yeah, um, but friends, again, if you want to follow Scout's honor on social media, you can see Scout and uh, the boyfriend um, playing Pokemon together like <laughs> nerds. I told you, so, I've been yeah. playing lots of Pokemon lately. Do you like talk while you're playing, or do you just like? Yeah, sometimes it's, it's some parallel play. Okay, okay. Just, yeah. just wondering. Like, I'm a yeah. very like my my love language, as everyone knows, is quality <laughs> time. So, like, I would enjoy yeah. sitting next to my partner yeah. playing video games, but there has to be at least like five words exchange. Yeah, we chit chat. We usually okay. like you know have cartoons. Do you have something on like on the, on the TV? Yeah, okay. it's probably Lady Gaga music videos. No, I was gonna say. Well, what? Um, no, I just restart watching Parts and Rec. That's what. It just restarted. What a good show! Good show. So funny, so funny. Um, I think I've gone through that show at least three times now. I think this is my third I, time. I have to. I'm now doing The Office. So I be. I'm, I just. I. I be. That's funny. I just got through Thirty Rock and Arrested Development. I haven't done a rewatch of Thirty Rock. I don't know if I want to. I'm not sure. I like. I would do Community before I would do Thirty Rock. Oh, Community is a good one. I should rewatch Community. Yeah. All right. So, um, this romance is not the one. I expected to start brewing. Usually when there are showmances on this show, like we've seen like integration of the nerds, but they've never really fallen in love um, because usually one of them has a partner. I kind of am living for this. Like it's not two hot people. Right. Real people can find love. Nerds, yeah. It's great. Gives me hope. Let's visit our friends over at Ratu, a.k.a. the Orange Squad. Um, They have a decision. Savvy or sweat? Will this be a new version or the same challenges as we've seen before? Let's find out. In sweat, two tribe members will work together to collect coconuts and place them in a net. They can only pick up one coconut at a time and must alternate between piles. The net will get heavier with one each coconut. They have four hours to complete this task. In savvy... Two tribe members work together to solve a brain teaser. They only have 15 minutes and one guess. Let's discuss this bit. First off, in previous iterations of this choice challenge, the savvy challenge was usually two players where are the, um, sorry, the sweat challenge was usually two players where the savvy allowed the entire team to work as a tribe. That's not the case for this one. It's only two, which means the others can go off and do what they want for either 15 minutes or four hours. Interesting. Yeah. It really now plays into the dynamics of um, what you want your tribe alliance to be. Knowing yourself and your skills, which would you pick? Or would you allow the tribe to pick and just sit back? I I mean, ideally, I would probably sit back and let the tribe. I I mean, my hope would be be two strong people seeing the coconuts and being like, yeah, I want to do that. And being like, you have fun. Mm -hmm. Um, But like, I could not do those coconuts. Like mm-hmm. I would let my if they, if they made if they made me and someone else do that I would be the reason we lost and I would be the first one out down like be the just easiest imagine, vote in. Could you in imagine history. if the entire tribe was just drag queens? <laughs> Game over. Give me the Survivor Drag Race crossover. But Listen, Monet's after on Survivor. Monet exchange, I, I'm yeah. telling you, she's gonna be on. Uh, Why do you savvy, think they, yeah, go the ahead. savvy also is like 
if it was something that jumped out of me right away, I'd probably like volunteer myself. And if it was something that I just like saw and was like, I think I can do this. But you don't get to know that as part of the whole catch here. You don't get to see the puzzles ahead of time. Oh, uh, true. Well, why do you think I do feel pretty confident in the savvy each? thing though? Yeah. Why do you think they pick stuck to two players for each option? And would it all decision? I think it's just like gameplay, just forcing. I personally would say like, oh no, I suck at everything. I'll hang out with the majority here. Um, especially if they also share that they can get their supplies on day three. Like maybe that's my rose colored glasses speaking, but they're literally not going to let them die. Right. I'd rather like risk it, not do it and let other people take the fall. You're like, I'm not going to die either way. So <laughs> Right. Yeah. Now, Matthew will remind the tribe that whatever they don't pick will be given to the other tribe. He will note that they are already down a person. And I was like, but he's still there. What are you talking about? Um, Brandon will share that he doesn't believe the other team could finish sweat, but at the same time, he does not want to screw themselves over. Brandon does not have faith on a timed puzzle. He will ask who is confident in the puzzle, and there is radio silence. So they choose Sweat, and he knows he is the number one draft pick because that is football lingo. He played pro ball, hashtag sports. Hashtag sports. So Brandon and Matthew will be Team Coconut. Matthew reveals to us that he stepped up because he wanted to prove his worth as the oldest and smallest gay. I mean, guy. Sorry. More on that later. Um... The hourglass is flipped and they go, go straight to work. They are feeling great and they will push through. Brandon thinks they will be done in two hours and that's a big old LOL. <laughs> right. That's the matter. Like, like, this is, many coconuts that is. It's a lot of coconuts. Also, and I want to try a... to figure this out with you. How tall is Matthew if Brandon Cotton, according to the NFL.com, is 6'2? Was Matthew taller than Brandon? No, no, he's much shorter. He's got to be like five, five or five, six. Yeah, I mean, I believe it. Tall, Um, tall people do not climb up rocks like the way that little, that little. (laughs) Weird. There's too much of us to trust that 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 we're gonna be able to like hold on and like. No, tall people don't do that. You know Um, he's short. Meanwhile, the other four are going to be like, let's go get them coconuts, which is funny because if I were that, I'd be like, I do not want to see another motherfucking coconut in my life. But alas. Instead of coconuts, they find the birdcage. So Kane and Maddie is like, I'm concerned about water. And Laura's like, are we just not going to talk about the cage in the forest? She is not happy about this. Um, The boys are struggling, though. They have to take a break. 20 coconuts left. Will we watch a sweat challenge fail? Of course not. The show's not going to do that. It looks like the sun is also about to set. Will they make it? Well, they are going to form an alliance after this. I mean, I would. Like, I, I think bonds form when you do something with someone. And this is a natural bond here. Yeah. Plus you're... Unless there is a big fucking immunity oh. idol in play. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, that, that... That's what challenge was. Yikes. Within minutes, they dug deep, beat the challenge. You don't think you could have done it? I just, that's like, it's one of those, like, that challenge gets exponentially harder. Every single coconut. How many coconuts because could not you only, and Tony have uh, done? I don't know. How many coconuts were there? Probably like 60. That was more than 60 coconuts. 80? I was going to say at least 100. That, that bag looked heavy it like was they were too. the two of them were like oh, like 
inch by inch. Do you think inch. if it was not as long but wider, it would have been easier? Yeah, because of one of those. Well, because part of that too is the heavier it gets as you pull on that long thing, it's digging itself into the sand. Into the like, sand, yeah. It's just getting. It's like everything gets exponentially harder. You're getting more tired because you're going on for longer. It's getting heavier and digging itself in more and more with every single pass. Like, oh, I would be so sore. And I, we probably wouldn't even win. It, I'll be, it'll be for what? Well, it's now day two for this tribe. And we have Matthew building a fire, guiding the shelter. Is he the de facto leader of the tribe at the moment? He feels He's getting like a it. lot of airtime. Yeah. Now, Maddie believes that they would be lost without him. And speaking of lost, Maddie, where is she this episode? What happens to this poor girl? What, we, we'll get to it. But I, that, that was the blind side of the episode for me. I was very, 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 was very like, good. What? Now, Matthew will say that he wants to go foraging for some food. And I feel like foraging is a word your gay ass says when you go camping. Yeah. Uh, what do you forage. forage when you go in the forest? What do I forage? Mm-hmm. I mean, I've eaten like blackberries and stuff. As far as the East Coast of the United States, I've never gone foraging in Fiji. So, right, right, right. Matthew's having fun looking at leaves as he has has a huge sense of adventure. He gets this from his mom, who was a camp director for a YMCA. As a kid, his earliest memories were outside. We're going to watch Matthew catch a crab, and I am sure he's caught them before in other ways. He will share that as he enters his 40s, he was supposed to have a midlife crisis, but instead he wanted a midlife challenge. Enter Survivor. If you couldn't tell from his speaking voice, Matthew is part of our tribe. He has a four-year-old son, Jasper, with his husband, Dale. Now, I'm going to say it. That family photo was cute. I mean, lumberjack homosexual realness. It was. It was. Now, Matthew wants to do everything on a survivor bucket list. We will listen to him tell us this as we have this vast image of this beautiful ocean. We hear this beautiful triumphant music. He's about to climb this giant rock structure to catch more crabs. The music shifts. It's scary. And boom, the man is down. Are you kidding me? Call the medic. I was like, as soon as he started climbing on it, I was like, what are you doing? Like, you have, like, you're, you are, what, two days into what could possibly be a full month of this. And, like, you're going to use up a bunch of energy climbing up rocks fall and get yourself hurt slice your hand up like i feel like in this one single episode of survivor the production team was like we have new rules we now have to implement after 44 fucking seasons are you kidding me people right like but it's I, just I know stupid. that like, they they are allowed the, to the traverse whatever they want but i'm not that dumb i'm not that desperate at this moment to go fucking find crabs in a fucking rock structure. all to check off a bucket list item on day two, he's going to separate his shoulder. He slices his foot in hand. He is now scared that his own stupidity will take him out. He got ahead of himself. This was not on his bucket list. Will this be the end of his journey? No, because Mr. Medic, who probably has a lot of SAG credits after this single episode, thank you, will tell Matthew that he has to limit any low bearing exercises as his arm will be going into a sling. And by sling, not a medical grade sling. No, no, the man is forced to use his own shirt. So screw saying warm at night. Listen, Why do not... they not give him an actual sling? I could, this feels very fuck around and find out to me. It feels like a like a warning shot to the other contestants. Like, hey, 
fuck around like this. We're not giving you. <laughs> I, I just don't fathom it. Like if you slice your hand or your foot, you get a Band-Aid. Yeah. He literally is using his own shirt off his back. What if, what if it didn't actually dislocate and he was just making it all up? And they were like, they told, they were like, we know you're faking it. And he was like, no, I'm not. That's possible. Um, but yeah, like we had this preview in the preview from the end of season 43. We knew this moment was going to happen. I did not expect it on day one or two. Right. Um, but it was scary. Like this is now the scariest, one of the scariest moments in Survivor history. After I, after I just watched Big Bruce go face first into a piece of wood yeah i'm like i was like oh my god now i have to call in they're gonna have to call in the survivor 45 cast the the depth perception with cameras you can play a lot around with like movie magic here yeah they made it look like that was a far fall yeah i mean it did look pretty far i'm shocked he didn't like slice his head open but i guess the way he felt he kept his head forward it was very weird to watch no i mean he probably i mean i will say in the same vein of like him being like dumb to for, for like going off of all that and trying to be like, well, I'm gonna go climb this. He probably does is like at least somewhat like knows how to be safe. I think so. And like knows how to yeah, like he fall. Said he's and he probably goes rock climbing. He probably right. yeah. he's been outdoors and like again, I'm not gonna be someone who's like I'm gonna go climb a rock. He probably has a little bit more experience than I do. So I'll yeah. as much as we're mocking the moment, like I get it. You you, you did what you thought just, you had to do, but. The first word is outwit, and no, no, you're climbing up rocks on day two. Now, Matthew is worried about the challenges coming, and he is damaged goods at the this moment in time. They are all like, Oh no, he has to compete. Little do they know what the miraculous advantage they will come into later on. Uh, but we will get to that. And I have to say that Kane has this confessional about how Bruce was down day one, Matthew was down day two, and then he's like, Who's gonna go down day three? As we watch Matthew hug. Brandon. Listen, editors, that's excellent foreshadowing. Hats off to you, sirs and madams. It was, it was so good. All right, let's see how our friends over at Purple, aka Tika, is doing as their decision has been made for them. They find out they have to do savvy. Now, Helen will remind us in the past these savvy challenges are not easy. You don't want to let your tribe down as you are trying to make a good first impression. Why is she telling us? Because she's the smart Asian girl. Uh, she likes puzzles and brain teasers in her downtime. And meanwhile, Scott is like, I like Pokemon in all my time. Do you think Literally. playing Pokemon will help you on Survivor? Um, no. <laughs> Helen Not will step all. up. Helen will step up, but she will need a partner. Who will it be? Duh, it's obvious. Now, when Carolyn... Asked when asked, Carolyn will laugh and be like, No, I'm not good at this shit. Be real. Look at me. I got don't got my drugs. I will not be an asset. <sighs> Jam Jam will look beyond Helen and be like, Hey, you twink with glasses, you want to do it? Now Carson will play this well. He will say to the group that he is willing but doesn't want to make a big mistake. And they're like, No, you can try your best. Carson will say to us that yes, he's good at strategy and puzzles, but did not want to openly say this. He wanted to be wanted. And I feel that. When will someone yeah. want me? But they remove the fabric to find the puzzle. They have to count the total number of rings of the two spheres. And this is when I would have said, peace, I'm out. I No, not going to do it. Um, the thing is just fucking spinning. And I'm like, SOS, help me here. Helen will tell Carson to look at the nexus that has four spheres. This is their start. Meanwhile, Jam Jam is like, positive vibe, guys. I just want to go on a walk. So the four are going to go on a walk. 
Um, they're going to tour the jungles where Jam Jam is worried that this is fucking Jurassic Park. No, there is not going to be a big dinosaur that's going to eat you uh, while you're taking the shit. Um, also, incredible 90s movie. Do you like Jurassic Park? Love Jurassic Park. Hold on to your great butts. Movie, great movie. Um, uh, no, this is a different 90s movie we're about to encounter. This is the birdcage. Mm-hmm. Uh, they find the birdcage and like, is this tree meal? No, it's an advantage. And Jam Jam wants to touch it because it might be candy. Could you imagine uh, this candy? Right. <laughs> it's a little like treat. To be fair, we can mock that moment, but if you are a fan of Survivor Australia, they do give them candy for some advantages where you can either stash it all or give it to your tribe. And when you stash it all, it's a giant ass thing of candy. Heck. Um, Carolyn, in her confessional, will treat this bag like she thinks there are drugs inside. Um, she's got sick thoughts of how to get in there without a key. She's crazy. She's wild. So Jam Jam will brightly assume that one day they will wake up and there will be nothing in there and they will go, who took it? It's not me. And that, my friend, is the whole point of this advantage. Um, and this is why I think Jam Jam is like, he's going to be the winner. Like, he mm-hmm. is so fucking in tune to things on accident. Yeah. <laughs> Now, back into the puzzle, Helen has figured out that there are eight going vertical and one around the equator that leaves them with nine, and Carson says the other one has to be the same, so the total would give them 18. Are they right? Well, they write down their number and discover victory. They got it right. Um, be honest with us. Would you have been able to do it? I honestly don't know. I don't think I, I could. I, I don't, don't think I, that visual puzzles like that actually break my brain, and I don't think I could do it. Yeah, I think without having like without just having to look at it and like keep no. Now this is a bit of revisionist history, but also not. Carson will be like, "Did you not see the guy with the glasses and not think he could do it?" Uh, very good move on the twink's part. Very impressed with him this episode. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of the twink, let's watch him try to make a fire. He's not doing well, but as he is playing the role of good puppy, Jam Jam will share that he would go to the beach every Sunday with his husband to practice fire. Jam Jam is from Puerto Rico and believes he has something others don't have. He thinks the humidity sucks, but he's used to it sucking. He's good. He's very funny. He's very, a very fun character. And speaking of sucking, Jam Jam does not. He made the fire. So according to Sarah, they are going to go back into the introductions. Now, listen, I know that they show things out of order on this show, but you're really telling me that they have been active making their camp and still not said who the fuck they are. Right. Sarah will Nobody share knows anyone's she, names. Right. Sarah will share that she and her family watched Survivor from the beginning. Jam Jam remembers watching Richard Hatch when he was 13. So that was his gay awakening. <sighs> right. Fat naked faggot. Remember uh, that? That is when we openly said the word faggot on television and no one batted an eye. <laughs> Carolyn says that she watches with her son who told her not to be silly. Son, it's too late. What would you Ship do? Assailed. What would you do if your mom was on Survivor? My mom was on Survivor? Yeah. Probably watch the show. Would you be embarrassed watching her? Oh, no. No, it'd be fun. How, how would she do? Let's say it's I, a blood versus water season and the both of you are on the show. And we're split into, and we're put on different tribes? Yes. To start. I don't know that we're seeing each other at the merge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mother. Uh, well, I don't even know. I feel like the odds of both of us making it are, would be low. 
That's fair. Now, Jam Jam will ask about the relationship status of all his new friends. Helen has a boyfriend. Bruce has been married for 20 years and been together for 26 years, which is older than Carson and Sarah. Wow, to be young again. Now, Carson is asked if he has a significant other. Now, I would like to analyze this. Yes, it is respectful to not infer um, gender and sexuality, but I too would be like, hey, little twink, you look and sound like a mo, are you? <laughs> I mean, come on. He does give off, yeah. But he'd also and then just he's going to be like, no, I've never been a guy from anyone. the city. Right. I, I, I'm like, come on. You have to you, just dabble in it once, I'm sure. Come on. <laughs> um, if you want to, call me, beat me if you want to reach me. Uh, Carson <laughs> says that he is a quirky little nerd, and Karen's like, no, you're not. You're a good looking young man. I think she would bang him if she had the opportunity to. Yeah, she's ready. Yeah. Like, this is Mrs. Robinson realness. She actually signed up for MILF Manor. <laughs> Did you watch it? No, but I've heard good things. Should we watch it? Should we do a, a rewatch of it? I don't, <laughs> I don't know that I have every episode in me. No. All right. Well, we're going to learn that Carson had gained 30 pounds to come out to Survivor. He was 115 Dang. in January, and now he, he is that. 145 on the beach. Uh, can't that, wait I was to like, see thank god he's gonna lose all that in the weeks to come because yeah. yes thank I god he has it to a while. thank god he has it to lose because lord I almighty mean, if he hadn't i he would all that way he would have withered away to nothing um looking like romeo and then the second he calls himself tom holland spider-man it's like yeah, i cannot unsee it yeah this is mm-hmm. no i can't i can't unsee that now, when Carson in Confessional discusses how he had never been to the gym, first I knew Scout could relate to that. Um, but second, the photo. Wow, where is his Mormon boys video? Oh my God. Please. Sun is down, the night is mighty, and we are going to go check in on Bruce. He is out of it. He will go wander a bit, and this is code for something is not okay. Medical will visit with Bruce, who shares that his head is killing him, and I think it's fair to say he has a concussion. Just a little. Just a little. Uh, yeah. Um, have you ever had a concussion? I have not, but I've, I, have, I have, like, I've had. I've got, I got a concussion while playing ice hockey. Um, I got slammed into the boards once, and I was like, ooh, oh, I'm not feeling well. And I just remember in the car ride home, my parents being like, do not go to sleep. I was like, but I'm tired. Like, do not go to bed. Yeah, no, no. Um, but yeah, scary. Scary, scary. Now, medical will visit. Both arrives. Jeff on board. And we know what this means. Mm-hmm. In the game and he is upset, but have no fear. Jeff already said in his official podcast that he can return in another season. Now, listen. I know it's day one, but like, I truly do not believe that if Bruce was not an alpha male, Jeff would not be offering this to him. We literally had a season where two people were not picked to be on a tribe and they never returned to the show. Um, we know what Jeff wants on this show to showcase, and he will ensure this archetype is always present. He likes the alpha males. Yeah, I, I like if agree. this was Franny, I do not think she'd be returning. Yeah. But is it like, is he going to come back for 45? Like, I don't know. So goodbye to Bruce for now. I would target you day one if I were out there with you in fear of production favoritism. <laughs> yeah. 
Now, the tribe feels bad for Bruce, but they understand it's a rude awakening how real it is out there. They will need to fight harder as his presence will be missed. Will the tribe succeed? Time to reevaluate. It's now day two for them, and we're going to watch Carson, Helen, and Sarah chat that they will be a trio as they think they can work together based on first impressions. Helen thinks they are on the same page, and I'm convinced that this will be a plot line for episodes to come. And Helen says, if you are the one person that no one is talking to, it sets off alarm bells. Cut to Jam Jam and Carolyn. Carolyn doesn't want to be that person and run over to the kids and ask what's going on. But as Helen alluded to, Carolyn is that person no one is talking to. <laughs> uh, this woman is clearly I going through withdrawal. Her. And I know she is likely not on any drugs, but come on, the way she is talking, she's tweaking out. She just, yeah, she was, she just wanted, she just needed a friend. She's eccentric. Now we're going to watch Carolyn and Helen chat where Helen will actually straight up just lie to her face and say she hasn't really spoken to anyone, which we know is false. Carolyn says that the only person she really spoke to was Bruce and he's a goner. She will lament that no one is chatting with her and says that she is the weird or odd one. She will tell us that people all her life have used words like loud, crazy, and emotional to describe her. I mean, if it quacks like a quack, it's a quack. Uh, the montage of her faces and screams priceless i want her on my tv but i do not have high hopes for her but that being said is this gabler 2.0 are we counting her out already i can see it easily i don't know i can see it she also just seems like a good person to keep around as far as like you know, like that person who gets treated like we can get rid of her when we need to we can get rid of her when we need to literally in the finale because this woman knows she has to be a number and she will gladly be the number for whoever needs it. Um, so if she is smart, knows the game and knows what her role is, I, I can see Carolyn making it to the end. Yeah, definitely. But she has got to cool it down a little bit. Like literally don't play like Gabler because he's a douchebag, but like go under the surface, let everyone play above and then you pop up when you need to. So yeah, even on Carolyn, there is again, there is a reason why we saw that first confessional moment from her. Very that. Agreed. All right. Well, it is day two, as I said, it means it's time for our first twist. A boat arrives without Jeff, which means a man's got a note. One person must get on the boat. They will return to camp that afternoon. Um, would you volunteer for this? Or would you be like, let's do whatever y'all want to do? I don't know that I would volunteer for the first one. This is the strategy, friends. You don't ever volunteer fucking anything in the first couple of days. Let it all play out. If they want to push you to do it, then you say, fine. Do not open your mouth. Do yeah. not raise your hand. Let it all play out around you. Just yeah, take a step back and watch what's happening. Jam Jam will say they should pull sticks to decide who was going, and it is Sarah. Carolyn is pissed she didn't get selected. She wanted the opportunity. Over on green, Matthew is the stick picker, and he apparently didn't want to go and leave the tribe. On orange, they will draw rocks, and is Lauren. Did she hack the system? You bet your ass. She will admit that she picked the rocks to go in the bag, so she knew which rocks were which. If I were on her tribe watching this play out in real time, I would have texted her and been like, you bitch. Right. So we're going to get to the decision in a moment, but for now, we will stick with our friends on orange who will leave with the homegirl gone. It's a great chance to go look for that key for the birdcage. It's going to be a group effort. They split up into groups per Matthew's request as he believes that if they are all in on it, no one can hide it from anyone, which is a very smart move. Very smart from him. Kane thinks something good is in there and it's not rice. Maddie is wondering if there could be an advantage to the challenge in the cage. And then she's like, the purpose of the cage is to cause paranoia. Facts. 
Uh, Jamie's worried someone already found the key and does not want to be bamboozled. Kane says that if he finds it, he will not open the cage, which was a smart play. But who finds it? It's the dumb jock, Brandon. Now we can analyze what will happen at Tribal later, but this moment seems to be our only clue into what the ultimate result at Tribal will be. Brandon's partner on the hunt is Maddie, who notices that he is doing something weird and notices he has something in his pocket. She will essentially call him out and be like, if someone found it, it should be a team thing. And Brandon's like, you got me, gal. So rather than telling everyone he found it, he will admit to her that he found it. So what do they do? Well, now's the time. Tell the tribe or play it off as they had it and not tell anyone. This will be Brandon's moment to say that he can't trust Maddie. And ultimately, they will tell the tribe and Maddie knows that this is Brandon's way of saying that he doesn't want to work with her. I I mean, I understand why Maddie goes after Brandon and why Maddie doesn't trust yeah. him because you have the opportunity to keep a secret between the two of you and, and make an alliance there. Like, mm-hmm. well, I yeah. almost wonder if Brandon was with like Matthew, if it would have been a different situation. Right. Yeah. Very bad. Now, with the, the triad present, Brandon will open the cage. It is a hu- hidden immunity idol. The twist, which has no use here unless you want to uh, want one up on Lauren, is to also come with a decoy medallion. The dummy idol is present, and while you can't use it against your current tribe, nothing is saying that you can't use it against your other two tribes later on. Yeah. What would you have done here? I don't I honestly don't know. I probably would have just left everything alone. I mean, Brandon has the biggest target in his back now with the idol. It's public knowledge now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, yeah. And I mean, at that point, you're like, there's clearly going to be an attempt to flush it out. Absolutely. As soon as possible. I mean, I again, you don't want to do much, but you do want to be the one to be like, so that idol's out there. And then someone else will be like, yeah, we should flush it. And they're like, yeah, let's do it. Always let someone else make the call. Don't make it come out of your mouth. <laughs> now, our three boats are arriving on the island for decision time. Matt's anxiety is overwhelming and it's bogging him down. Matt, Lauren, and Sarah will get to learn each other's name as this could be a critical moment as the season goes down later on. They will enter the jungle, get to know each other, but this was this this hike was a lot. There were a lot of scenes in this yeah. journey. <laughs> yeah. I was like, we're in a jungle, we're on a mountain. Where the fuck are we? They were like, we're going to exhaust y'all. At the end of the path, they will have to make an individual decision to make in private. They are asked to pick a path. Now, I want to start our analysis here. There are three paths, and none of them are prescribed for any one individual. And that is an important piece of information as we will learn what comes next. The game is about risk, and this is a moment where you only have a risk. Usually in the decision game, there is an, um, an out where you can say, hey, I'm good. I don't want the advantage. Not this time. If you went on this decision boat, you have to risk it. I don't like that. Yeah. I mean, especially knowing that, like, nobody, like, act, well, I guess nobody, you know, actively made the decision to, like, be the one who went or whatever. It's kind of like especially now you don't have that out you're like oh well i'm fucked <laughs> yeah it w- it was like oh we literally are told what we have to do and I, it's not part of my strategy but 
In the bag, there are three packages. Two of them say lose your vote and one is a secret advantage. They must draw a package. If they draw the advantage, they are done. If they draw a lose your vote, they obviously lose their vote, but they have the option to draw again. If you draw another lose your vote, you cannot vote at the next two tribals and then you are done. No third chance for the advantage. Before we see what our new friends are going to do, what would you have done if you pulled a lose your vote? I'd pull it again. I don't know if I would. I don't know if I want to risk it uh, for two votes in a row. That's a lot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel bad for Matt, but I think in that moment, I would still probably be like, there's a chance that I can get some sort of immunity or, you know, whatever. So you would so. do what Sarah does. Yeah. All right. Well, with Sarah, she will pick first, lose a vote. Uh, and then she will justify it to herself that it is a 50-50 chance that she gets an advantage. And she picks again. And she gets the advantage. We will learn that she has earned the inheritance advantage. It's a new one, and it's a doozy. This allows you to secretly inherit all the advantages and idols played at one tribal council. Now, Jeff has clarified that whether those advantages or idols are played correctly or not, the next day, the person with the inheritance advantage and the who played it will secretly get a second try with said idols or advantages. Like if you play this right and know like when advantage getting is upon you, you could wake up with like buried treasure. Yeah, literally that's wild. I don't know if I like this advantage, but I also don't think anyone's going to be able to play it properly. The first yeah, time around. I think it's, it, it's definitely one of those ones that has a lot of potential that I don't think will be realized the first time. Now Matt's turn. He is scared. He will lose his vote. And he's like, yeah, I'm done. Yikes. I'm going to do it again. No. Oh, fuck. I lost another vote. That's two in a row. And this applies only when he is present at tribal council. And this is why I think it's dangerous if your tribe yeah. goes on a roll. Because if you don't go to tribal before the merge, the next merge. two merges, you can't vote. Mm-hmm. Very dangerous. Now, finally, we have Lauren on her first try get an advantage. It's the bank your vote advantage. Another new one. This allows you to secretly not vote at one tribal council and keep the voting parchment to use as an extra vote at a future tribal. This is a pretty powerful one if you play it right. Yeah. This is big. Like, this is not just to steal your vote. Like, this is, you play it well, you get it done. And this, she, she, the odds were in her favor this episode. Very bad, yeah. Now, before you move forward, I mentioned the path selection. They go to pick their paths, which means each path had a different advantage, presumably meaning that whatever advantage Matt had in his bag was different from what Lauren and Sarah had. I'm intrigued to know what was in there. And if there is another decision down the line, will we see two more advantages replace the inherited advantage and make your vote? Or will those two be in play for two other players? Yeah. If there's multiple bank your votes and multiple um, inheritance advantages out there. What's the point of even making alliances because everything you get fucked up in one tribal. Literally the entire game could be blown up in 10 minutes. I think this is too much, especially episode one. That's a lot. And I guess even before like any tribal, like, yeah. And I, I guess maybe that's the whole point of why this is a risk for everybody. And you have to take a risk. You can't play it safe because these these potential advantages are game literally game changers. Yeah. Um, but I do want to know what was in Matt's because I know it would have been a different one. 
Yeah. I want to, I, I'm, I agree. What, what's in there? We'll find out in future kids. All right. So first returning to campus, Matt, he will spin this to the green team by sharing the actual clamshell he selected and spills the tea that he does not have a vote. He will only tell them about one as two would just be a disaster for him. He will say that they must pull something, which was 90% true. Sarah will tell her tribe of Survivor fans that it's not the risk or protect decision that only one person will end up with the advantage she does not want to share that she doesn't have a vote. She will tell them that she risked her vote, but it's unsure if she has a vote or not, which is a pretty solid lie. So I think she played that one as best as she could here. Yeah. Now, Florin. She will sell the story that there was a bag and they had a draw that they can either lose their vote or get a secret advantage, which would be like an extra vote, which will strike one of my book because I was like, you just alluded to something that was not necessarily a guarantee if you knew how the game works. Yeah. Now she will lead them to thinking about an advantage that is like a bankier vote, but will lie and say she lost her vote. I was like, Lauren, what are you doing? You literally just told them what's there without telling them what's there. It was very questionable. But based on what's to come, this actually did work in her favor as they know she can't vote in tribal. And when her vote is missing, it will make sense. They just don't know that she snowed them and that her lack of vote meant that she has two votes in the fucking future. Yeah. Brilliant. Brilliant. Is this fucking advantage too powerful on day It does two? feel, yeah, it does feel like... But I mean, I guess in that same vein, it's just kind of like putting a bomb in someone's hand and being like, all right, carefully, carefully carry it to the end. But this all goes back to which path you selected, because this would not have worked for Sarah if she tried to say the same exact strategy here. Yeah. She doesn't have the advantage of not um, voting. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. So like... It all lucked out. <laughs> it's all about luck and everything, but wow. Um, this is why I, as a game player, want fairness. This was not fair. Yeah, it's a lot. Watch Matthew's bag have like, here's free food. Right. <laughs> here's rice. All right. Uh, it's time for immunity challenge. Orange and green will walk in and then they get to see the new purple tribe. And yeah, they've been gagging. Bruce is no longer in the game. Jeff will update them and say that at the end of the day, he was removed to be certain he was okay. He was taken to a hospital using great shape, no damage. Uh, just wait for someone else. We'll get to it. In this challenge, they will push a boat into the water, paddle out around a buoy. They will then jump off the boat and move a heavy chest to shore and put it on a track. Then using a long rope, they will pull it to the end of the track, use the key inside to release the giant slide puzzle. First two tribes to solve the puzzle win immunity. Losers go to tribal and lose their flint. Scout, can we talk about the immunity idol? And by idol, I mean the props department found a plastic sword and shield and said, here you go. It was silly. Like that was party city. It was very silly. Also, See, Jeff, the intensity with that sword and the sound effect, always doing the most. <laughs> he loves it. He was like, I'm going to stab you. Uh, um, but yeah, that you cannot tell me that is not plastic. No, I can't. Also, it's like tiny. It's like for kids. <laughs> <laughs> Well, man, they can't even trust these people around wood. <laughs> no. How would you do in this challenge? Would you volunteer to be the puzzle caller or just do that just so you can be getting out of physical labor? I'd probably get out of physical labor, yeah. Yeah, you'd be like, I can tell you. I feel like I'd already be tired. I have eyes. Mm-hmm. 
Now, because of Bruce being gone, Orange was incredibly lucky once again to be able to sit out Matthew. Any other circumstance, I don't know how this would have been played. Yeah. Matthew would have had to play. Mm-hmm. And he would literally have been dead weight on that boat. Very much so. <laughs> um, for Green, it's Claire who will sit out. Um, challenge begins pretty even. How are you with paddling? We've never really talked about you in boats. I can, I can paddle. I can paddle. Paddle. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. I've been in boats. Once we get to kayak, I've canoed. I've you've canoed, canoed. Um, that's fun. Have you yeah. been on a rapid river rapid? Uh, yeah, I've done some white water stuff. Not not particularly successfully, but I've done it. You know what, friends? I'm just going to announce it now. Scout doesn't know what's happening. We're going to have Scout Survival Guide, a new podcast right. on Block to Block. Um, just... Here we go. It'll be so fun. So crazy. <laughs> um, unhinged. All there right. So that. once we get to land, we see that this chest is very heavy. It's very waterlogged for sure. Green will lead as they get the chest on the track as orange and purple just roll their chest around. Green gets to the puzzle first and has a large advantage. Matt will be the caller as the others will discover just how fucking heavy those puzzle pieces are. Other two tribes will finally get to the puzzle where we have Jamie for orange as the caller and Helen for purple. So when you have two players just waiting on the bench for the challenge to end, it's an opportune time to strategize if you can. Kudos to Claire for taking advantage as she will whisper to Matthew and ask if the person who went to the island showed them anything. And Matthew will honestly reveal that Lauren said she lost her vote and doesn't know who got it, prompting Claire to be like, he showed us the thing that said I lost my vote. What a great moment. And I love this new alliance that just formed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really good, really smart of her to like lean over and be like, all right, hey. Brilliant. I like Claire. I really, really mm-hmm. do. We didn't get a lot of her, but everything we saw from her was very, very good. Um, very smart. Um, she, she, she is willing to give Matthew a million dollars at this moment. <laughs> she just saved his ass. Now, throughout this challenge, we have seen moments in the edit where people are checking in on Brandon and how he's doing. Why? Well, he's about to gas out, pass out, and go on a date with medical. The challenge is paused, and once again, what do would you do? Can you strategize and finish the puzzle in your mind? Like, I, I, I need to know the rules. I want to know, did they have to get off that platform, or could, like, the three callers stay on there and figure out the puzzle? I, they're like, turn around. <laughs> Literally, like I, I, I know it's little, but I, I want to know the rules here. Yeah. Um, we're gonna watch Mr. Medic say that Brandon is overheated and get him in the shade with fluids. Meanwhile, again, I would be like, "Can I have a canteen of water? Where's mine? It's only fair." Right. Um, otherwise, I'm gonna play this game. Be like, I'm gonna pass out every episode. And get water, like, come on. Um, the challenge will go back on. Brandon does not get to say "Survivors ready, go." Um, but he will be off the course, forcing three people to move the giant puzzle piece. Is this fair? Is Kane able? <laughs> I, I had go. to. I'm sorry. I had I to. Um, I mean, the other option was just tell the other two tribes to pull someone as well. Yeah. I don't know if this felt weird. Yeah. Like, there was well, no I fucking th- way. The there's so many. Yeah, and there's just so many things that are like that were like going on that like it was like you couldn't even like make a decision about one thing because there's like five million other things happening in the episode and it's very it was a lot it was a lot. I want the rule book. Whoever's been on Survivor, send me the rule book. <laughs> Actually, I probably could get access to it. Ooh, interesting. 
mommy ask your friend please <laughs> all right um with the challenge back on green will go on to victory followed by purple obviously orange visiting jeff i have to ask it did brandon let his tribe down or is this just the struggle of the game yes i think it's like both i think he was probably, i would i like would hate probably to very dehydrated him. and tired i would um, hate to be him but at the same time yeah. it's like i just got rehydrated so i should be a full strength now yeah all right well back at camp the priority is to get fire as they have no flint brandon will apologize for letting them down but matthew and friends won't fault him for his body saying enough is enough with matthew now knowing the truth about lauren he will pass on this information to brandon about math's locket and questions why lauren didn't show that to them he thinks she is playing them brandon think lauren was a threat and now he knows that he she knows he thinks he uh, she's a threat now the vote will be put on lauren with kane and jamie aware Let's just jump over to Lauren, who is listening to Maddie tell her that Brandon is playing everyone. And I guess this is coming from the idol find, um, because, again, I'm just still trying to put the pieces together why we got the result we did. Yeah. Um, but she tries to advise her that Brandon is the godfather and she's the most and he's the most powerful player out there. She wants him out. She wants to blindside him. But in order for that to happen, Maddie has to get Jamie and Kane and Lauren in line with them. Um, and Lauren is fine with anything that will benefit her. But Lauren was thinking about not voting and banking her vote, but with the presentation of voting Brandon, she thinks it could be a good idea. And suddenly out of nowhere, Jamie becomes a swing vote as the guys want Lauren, but the girls want Brandon. How did Jamie get in this position? What the fuck? She just wandered around in the woods long enough and came back too late. (laughs) Jamie is a mess and she is not good with stress. She is someone I do not think I could work with because I just couldn't trust her mind. Yeah. We, we watched last season people who were just wishy-washy and they got voted out, which is a smart move. Mm-hmm. Well, she will throw out the idea of playing her shot in the dark, which means she cannot vote. And in this moment, I was like, lady, what? Jamie is nervous and allegedly through exit interviews, her name was actually in rotation as a target, despite the edit of, of this show showing zero of that. So oh. take that with a grain of salt. Interesting. Very interesting. Brandon and Matthew see Jamie talk to the girls and Brandon is nervous of her, but Matthew thinks she is just trying to bring Maddie in, though Brandon does not trust her. Now Kane is suddenly becoming the swing vote as Maddie will advise him to vote Brandon alongside the girls to flush the idol. Kane thinks it's early to take out Brandon, but he came to play the game. If he has the numbers, he's willing to, and he flat out tells her that if he does get the votes, if the votes don't go his way, it's going to be a huge problem, and that's the team. You can't bring Brandon back. Yeah. Maddie will go to Matthew to advise him that it's the best plan to flush the idol. He thinks it would mean losing the biggest guy, and she will be like, but you're a strong person as she stares right into his sling girl that's when i would stop and be like i see right through you stop playing don't gaslight me but matthew knows he cannot trust lauren but he knows that might be true with brandon as well you know who to trust when names are written down it's time to be on the right side of the vote very confusing here very confusing here because i thought it was either going to come down to um lauren or brandon and Let's head to uh, our first glimpse of the Survivor 44 Birdcage Tribal Council. Did I secretly wish it was inside of an actual birdcage? Yes, I did. <laughs> that would be a cool looking set. That would be cool. That would. 
The ritual of Survivor begins this season as they grab their torch, dip it in the fire. Fire represents life. Once the torch is snuffed, they are gone. Bye, bitch. Jamie shares the vibe of the six is tense. She will get laughy as she shares. It's like the choking feeling you get. She shares that the game moves faster than your mind. And I really could not work with her. I really could not. I couldn't do it. Yeah. She pissed me off. Matthew says that once you know you're going into travel, you have to make a decision. One name will come up, and that's great, an easy vote. But then another comes up, no one feels comfortable. Now, Jeff will say that he's never seen an easy vote, and I call bullshit. Right. Um, Jeff Varner comes to mind, but I know we like to forget that moment in unfortunate survivor history, so we won't talk about it anymore. Brandon says that there seems to be an easy vote, but you know the lies or truths, but it will navigate where the snake is going and who is going to be bit. I don't care for snakes. Yeah. Have you ever been bitten by a snake? No. Have you ever seen a snake in real life? Mm-hmm. You touch a yeah. snake? I, I, don't, uh, I don't fuck with snakes. No, okay. I don't fuck with snakes. Lauren Not says Not this will make her tense. She shares that she has an alliance with a few people there, but Brandon saying that she's now uncertain. Jamie will reveal that there is an idol from the birdcage that Brandon found. And Jeff is like, is that Brandon's idol or for whoever needs it? And she'll be like, yeah, he found it. The key, the tribe decided it's Brandon. And Kane can confirm that. So Matthew says that knowledge is power is when you dilute the information through the entire group. It reduces the amount of power that it has. If it was still a secret, then it's the snake that will pop out of the grass and bite you in the leg while you don't even know it's there. So this idol, not quite there. Also, we are really hammering in this snake metaphor. Very, very heavy-handed. So Brandon's going to try to defuse the situation and be like, we didn't know there was an idol in there and we were trying to build trust in the tribe and, and now I just got a target on my back. Yeah. Now Jeff's going to try to make another analogy here is this therapy and Kane says that this vote is like registering for 12 months of therapy as he wants to trust who he's working with, but the vote will know if he's right. Um, right. Survivor is not therapy. It's never going to be therapy. No. But if you work out your opposite. problems in Survivor, yeah, literally, you you go to therapy after going on Survivor. So Maddie says that the vote will make it the same tribe but stronger, stronger by elimination. Brandon says that if all goes to plan, it will be a stronger tribe. But it's not saying there is a weak link, but there are weaker links. Now Jeff is about to say it's time to vote, but Jamie has ants in her pants. She will be honest and let them all know, as it might change the game, she is going to play her shot in the dark. The way I screamed and said, what are you doing? I have publicly declared I hate this twist. Jeff loves it, and we're going to see why shortly. Mm -hmm. Would this make you change your vote in the moment? Eh, Probably not. Do you think anyone else did? There was a chance. I think it's one of those things where it's like, because I've watched it, fail every time that i'd be like right probably not gonna change it i i do think it changed lauren's vote and i think it changed matthew's vote and by matthew's vote we know what he's gonna do um lauren will in fact make her vote will it bite her in the ass we're gonna find out next week Jeff returns with the votes. Jamie has played the shot in the dark and shockingly Matthew did too. Um, I guess his nerves were alive and well because he thought he could become collateral damage because of Clearly. this. Um, 
Matthew's shot in the dark reveals he is not safe. Jamie's reveals that she is safe. It is the first time in Survivor. Jeff finally got a shot in the dark to work. And I'm fuming because this fucking twist has been ruined. <laughs> and and it was it was about to make a beautiful blind side happen. Now Jeff is gonna be like, well, we can keep this twist because it did work. And also what happens is this clues in the alpha male as Brandon is like, yeah, I have to play my idol now. Mm-hmm. If this didn't happen, he would not have played it. Yeah. By a vote of one to zero. Yes, that's right. Maddie <laughs> voted out. Because Brandon's sole vote went to Maddie. Yeah. Brandon's votes were for were from Kane and Maddie, which did not count. This was weird to watch. Mm-hmm. And going back and watching it, like I understand how we got here. It all comes down to that conversation with Brandon and Maddie not trusting each other because of the fucking birdcage. It worked. Jeff it got what he wanted out of the birdcage. Mm-hmm. And he got a successful played, shot in the dark for what? Right. But I'm telling you, the shot in the dark has ruined Survivor. It's ruined the, the art of the blind side. Yeah, that's fair. That means two yeah. people did not vote. If he thought yeah. he had those two people's vote on his side and now knows they don't have a vote, why wouldn't you play the idol? Of course you have to, yeah. Of course you have to play the idol. This is why I think this is flawed. I think yeah. Shot the Dark has to go. It ruins the blind side. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Was this the right move? Did Jamie just make a boneheaded move? Or was the right yeah. move for her? I don't know. I really don't know. Um, I mean, I think the only one that I can tell you acted correctly was Brandon, and I kind of wanted Brandon to go. Same. But again, it's this fucking alpha male thing that Jeff loves, and, I, yeah. and it sucks that like I'm, I'm archetyping him here, but like the I mean, the alpha male yeah. got success here. It's going to cause a lot of drama. Yeah, I mean, he has to go back to a tribe of people that voted against him. And two people who were too afraid to vote mm-hmm. either way. I There's mean, no trust in this tribe. Yeah, and then again, I mean, I, I would not be surprised to see them uh, another tribal soon. If <laughs> I were on that tribe, I would say, okay, fuck it. Brandon, you have to be next, and the other four have to band together. Mm-hmm. They have to. 100%, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, that's the quickest way to getting back to the idol is gone. Team that under I, that like works with each other. Now the other question that I'm going to bring up: We always know that once a tribal uh, at tribal, when an idol is played, it usually goes back into rotation. Will it go back into the birdcage? Because you imagine if that's the twist of, for the season, that everything goes back into the birdcage. That'd be wild. That'd be insane. Brandon's going to spend his whole season looking for keys. <laughs> Uh, ring of keys praying he finds them um, burning question time what are Bruce and Maddie's legacy well Bruce is going to be uh, his legacy is going to be changing the safety regulations on on day one challenges we're going to see some we're going to see some orange spray paint next year (laughs) we're going to see like tennis balls on the ends of (laughs) literally literally I feel bad for him but like oh my god dude just like all you had to do was like Take one deep breath and go three inches lower. Like, your whole game would have changed. Literally. And Maddie, 
got fucked by a twist. Yeah. And if I watch Matthew climb one more fucking thing, I'm going to, I'm going to be sitting there. Send him home (laughs) over Brandon. (laughs) All right. Who's in danger girl. Brandon. I think Brandon's in trouble, but I also think if he is smart enough, he will make sure that everyone knows about Lauren and her line. Yeah. This is only play here. So I can see Lauren being a little bit of trouble, but again, she's now got two votes for this next uh, vote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is- so that's the thing is that is her getting out of this with that extra vote is now very like, she kind of got off scot-free through this tribal. Literally. I mean, sure. Maddie sure. She has to be like, well, Maddie's gone. That sucks. Instead of Brandon. But at the same, at the same time, she's got an extra parchment. Just <sighs> now purple tribe. Um, I would say mathematically it would likely be Carolyn, but based on how this show has been edited before, I don't think Carolyn's going anywhere. Yeah. Um, and I don't necessarily see Purple being in trouble for a bit. That being said, um, I was I'm just gonna throw out Sarah because she just seems like the one who's she not seems like the Maddie time. of the of the purple team. Yeah, she really does. <laughs> Literally, they look very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Green I thought she was Maddie for a little while. <laughs> The same. Um, Green is really hard to tell. We barely spoke yeah. about Josh. We know a little bit about Heidi. Claire made the big power moves that really made Orange freak out. Franny and Matt are obviously getting airtime. They're going to be an Clearly. alliance. And Danny's just there. I don't know who's in trouble on this Green Tribe if they go to travel next week. Yeah, I can see. I think I that's maybe a good thing for them. Yeah, I can definitely see another week of them kind of just like solid middle. You know, like um yeah so it depends Especially really you got again, so much character you got all these characters moving in both other tribes i think i can easily right. see production being like all right <laughs> and especially if we're going to play by numbers and franny and matt are going to get together that's two right there you either join them quickly or you get them out and break up that alliance <laughs> all right after one episode the winner of the season is um i'll go jam jam I'm going to stick with Jam Jam. Like the, yeah. He is fun. He is mm-hmm. smart. He is A-plus television. And um, I, I'm here for it. I'm plus very, very my favorite color. So I'm here for I'm here for Jam Jam, Carolyn. Carson, I think top Carson, three, so. Carson will <laughs> do well. But I'm also the third person I will keep throwing out there. This was my, um, in my top three is Claire. I think Claire is, is going to have a good run because she is very intuitive as well. Yeah, she seems very like, I mean, she seems under, under the radar enough that she's not like, her head is not going to be immediately on any chopping block. But at the same exactly. time, she's, she's very like, she's playing, she's playing the game. And She's again, go it. back to that first um, moment where who got to speak and sh- all three of them were in there. So keep an eye on them. Chelsea. All right, Scout, where can we find you on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? At Scout Sonner everywhere. Um, if you're in DC, come see me at Trade on St. Patrick's Day for Drag Race. Yay. Um, Scout will not be looking like a leprechaun. He, Scout is too tall. Well... I am looking for I am looking for a green jumpsuit. So if anybody knows where I can get a Patricia Diamond, build it. Go. Let me, let me add her to the FaceTime. All right. Well, this was fun. Thanks for joining me. Yeah.